0: You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges. Follow your dreams and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Together in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Together today I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus Name. Father, have your way in us tonight. Speak to us in a very special way and allow us, Lord, to understand your word so that one day, Lord, we will not just be war- uh, hearers of the word, but we will all be doers of the word as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Again, welcome to the feast. Welcome to the Feast at Home here in Feast the Gig. We are already easing, uh, the uh, the IATF has already eased our restrictions, and uh, we are already on alert level two. Who knows? We do not know what will happen in the future, in the coming days, but we will be ready for that. Are we going um, live? Are we going, I mean, face-to-face? Are we going to do a hybrid uh, session? where some people are free to come you know you can free you you can come to a place limited number only and then the rest is online we do not know but we're going to get ready for that our one big message for today is you need Jesus to be holy you need Jesus to be holy on our own you cannot we cannot be holy romans 8 it says that for all have so fallen short of the glory of god meaning you and i we have missed the mark, we have missed the mark. We, it, we, we have uh, made mistakes. We have, we, you know, we tried to do things, but it's gone wrong. But brothers and sisters, good news is I praise God that it's not about what we can do, but it's about Jesus's holiness. It's about G- who Jesus is. So our one big message is you need Jesus to be holy. Do you know people who look like holy on the outside who pray a lot of prayers who say so many prayers and who try to live a pious life if you if you see them they're very serious they seem to be very holy but deep inside they're actually not deep inside they have they are so full of hatred deep inside they condemn people who don't believe the same things that they believe in and i'm telling you um, there's a lot in our society today and um, there's a lot and it's it, no one's exempted from it in Catholic charismatic communities, in church organizations and within the church as well. You know, people, you see people who are who profess to love Jesus, who profess to follow Jesus, who say that they they, they, they are holy and, and who project the holiness. But but looking at their lives closely you realize that they're actually not. Their talk is different from their walk. That's why I respect leaders. Yes, you've, he- you've heard that, that's the phrase, talk, he's, he's walking his talk. And, and, you know, that's fine with me. But I, I have very high respect for people who are talking their walk because they're already sharing something that they're already doing. When it comes to holiness, we cannot do it on our own. I know people who are holy but look down at other people like that, like they're all going to hell. You know, when, when you see people who are like that, when you encounter people who are like that, there are people who propagate their belief more than God's love. More than God's love. God said that it is his desire that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So, whether your neighbor follows Jesus or not, my role, our role, our job is to love them. It's God's, lo- it's God's job and it's God's work to change them. So, again, talking about holiness, we cannot do it on our own. You need Jesus to be holy. And, uh, you know, talking about holiness, I, I am reminded about what we're going to talk about the group of people. Uh, who are who we are going to talk about today? As we tackle Matthew chapter twenty-three, I'm talking about the Pharisees. The Pharisees, you know, um, during their time, the Pharisees were were people who were known for their uh, religiosity and known for their quote-unquote holiness because of the way they act, if the, because of the way they speak, and the way they project. But in reality, are they holy? We're going to talk about Pharisees, and Jesus had something to say, a lot to say about Pharisees. But, but I want you to know that they started not, they didn't start like that. In the beginning, in the beginning, I believe that, that all wrongdoing starts out with pure intention, with good intention. Only something happens along the way and, 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 and things turn sour and things change. Um, During the time of Jesus, there were four major sects, four major groups of people, the Sadducees, the Essenes, and uh, the Zealots, and the Pharisees. And today we're going to zero in and we're going to talk about the Pharisees. Um, um, We were made in the image and likeness of God. You know that, and that's written in the scripture. For we have been made in the image and likeness of God. God said, I will make man in my image and my likeness. And when we talk about image, uh, the the direct translation means, literally means representative, okay? It's not a picture, a one-by-one picture of God, but that's actually a representative of God. And we were made to be representatives of God. And and many times we, we start out trying to be good representatives of God, but eventually we fail. And that's what happened. We fail. People fail. Religious people fail. The sects. The the four sets of uh, people during their time they failed. The Pharisees failed. That's the story of our. That's the story of our salvation. God made us. God loved us so much, and He made us in His image and right likeness to be His representatives. But we 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 did not. we, we were not good representatives. That's why He sent someone. He sent some people who turns out to be not good representatives as well. Until He sent His own Son okay we're going to talk about matthew 23 the whole chapter it's 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 very difficult to go through the chapter in the in the short time that we have but what we're going to try to do today is we're going to try to um to to get the key points of matthew chapter 23 get the three points of matthew chapter 23. now here's an observation that i've had i have um jesus um in, in the whole chapter um, Jesus, he was usually t- tender towards sinners. Okay, um, to the to the poor, to the widow, and his heart goes out to the poor, the widow. In fact, he teaches about that. But but he was very tough on leaders and people who had uh, responsibility. Leaders who prevented sinners from uh, to receive God's love. Jesus was very tough on on, on leaders who. Who, who did things the wrong way, therefore stopping people, blocking people from seeing and receiving and, 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 and actually experiencing the love of God. There, the, Jesus was very tough on stumbling blocks. Instead of, a, uh, instead of a block that we can use to become closer to God, the, this group of people... The Pharisees, they were stumbling blocks. And, and in chapter 23, Jesus was talking about the seven woes. You know, he was hard on the religious people. Um, And, and you know how I know because he always starts, uh, woe to you. Woe to you. And um, he was very much against the way they were living their lives. He was very much away against the way they are supposed to. To carry out, or they, they were carrying out their faith, carrying out their belief. Because at the end of the day, friends, you may be whole, you may be, you may look holy, you may act holy, speak holy, walk slowly, but in the end, the question is: Did we actually love? Did we actually love? At the end of the day, is is your life a reflection of God's love? Are you an extension of the hands and feet of God? Through you, can people experience and feel God's embrace? At the end of the day, the question is, how much did you love? But what is love? Love is tough. But I also say that love is tender. Love is tender, but I also say that love is tough. Because love, both tender and tough, giving love is both tender and tough, depending on what the person needs. If the person needs the love of God, the warmth of God's love, the softness of the love of God, then that's what we give. But sometimes, like Jesus, I don't think Jesus was really angry, angry, angry at, at, at the Pharisees and the religious people and the, the hypocrites, all those. He, he, he loved them. And, and sometimes you need to say something to show That you love them. You need to say something so that that person can start changing. And the reason why you say something is because you love them. So again, there's tough love and there's soft love. There's tender love. But it really depends on how you use it on the person, depending on what the person needs. I'm going to share with you five things that Jesus didn't like about the Pharisees. Five things that Jesus didn't like about the Pharisees, okay? So we're going to read scripture, and uh, we're going to go through Matthew chapter 23. And five things, the five things that Jesus didn't like about the Pharisees uh, in, in, in the whole chapter, this is what we did. We tried to pick out the five things. And And in a way, when Jesus talks about, uh, these groups of people, Jesus is reminding us that there is a better way, okay? The five things that Jesus didn't like about the Pharisees, number one, he didn't; um, they didn't practice what they preached. They did not practice what they preached. I'll read from verse 1 to 4. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, there it is, are the official interpreters of the law of Moses, the Torah, the word of God. So practice and obey whatever they tell you. Okay, Jesus was telling them, do what, what, what they tell you to do. Practice what they're telling you to do. But, <laughs> but, but don't follow their example for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. That's the question I was asking earlier. When we love people, when we teach people, when we try to teach people to be holy, when we convince people to be followers of Jesus, when we exhort people to do the right thing, are we doing the right thing? Are we teaching the right thing? But to make our talk more credible, people should see our walk. You get it? Your talk should be backed up by your walk to make you credible. You can get angry, and it may be a righteous anger. It may be righteous indignation. But when you're angry, are you making a point or are you... Uh, making a difference is your anger helping that person become closer to god but but if 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 your anger pushes people away i'm saying that you're doing something wrong are you with me are, are you with me so so jesus was saying yeah yeah what they're saying is good but don't follow what they're saying, but, but, but don't follow what they're doing because they're not following that. Interesting, brothers and sisters, I wonder if Jesus were alive today, would he say that of our leaders, of, 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 of our leadership, of my leadership? Will Jesus say, Randy is saying so many nice things. Obey what he's saying and teaching. But don't do what he's doing. I you know that's very painful. And 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 I I, I I pray that it will never get to that point. I pray that as I follow Jesus, as I do my walk, and I do it regularly, and I do it in the most in the holiest possible, that when I talk. It will be easier for people to believe me. In the verses that we read, Jesus respected their opinion, their, 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 their position as teachers. And here's my observation. Jesus was very much against what the Pharisees were doing. Of course, there was a time they called him, uh, he, he called them uh, other names, but Jesus did it with respect, he respected their position as teachers. He said, "Do what they're telling you to do, but in their personal capacity they he says don't don't and and in in some in 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 the chap chapter twenty three you can see the words hypocrites hypocrite, and in their original translation is stage actors stage actors they they uh they say something and they try to act it out, so it will look good, but they're not actually doing that. they're not actually doing that. You, we know We know some actors who were so good at acting, um, whether they're uh, protagonists or antagonists, okay um, more for the antagonists I've, I've, I've uh, heard very good actors say that because they're contravida when they walk in the malls, people are angry at them because of the way they, they acted and the way they portrayed themselves. It was so convincing that people were actually thinking that they're bad people. <laughs> and, and just like the Pharisees, the, the Pharisees acted like God's teachers. And they were doing very well, guys. But in reality, they were just great actors. And can I tell you that when these happen, these things happen, I don't think there's merit to it, and 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 you're you're more of a stumbling block than a building block. Okay, um, woe is you, woe to you, you know. And and in and, and, and other translations in in verse twenty seven to twenty eight, it says, "What sorrow awaits you? Woe is you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites." For you are like, you know, he was very tough and he was straightforward. He was, he didn't mince words. For you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. I pray, brothers and sisters, that our, more and more, even in the light of Jesus' family, in the church today, I pray that God will continue to raise up people who are actually walking their talk. People who make us, who make people listen, and who make people want uh, want to follow Jesus. Many times we live out our faith, and because we 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 know what we cannot do, and we know what we can do, and sometimes we complain and we complain. I know people who are like that. I was once like that. I was following Jesus, but I was following Jesus bitterly, and I was following Jesus because but 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 complaining in every, um, uh, for every step that I had to make, and and I was I was. Uh, um, I, I was complaining, I was saying I'm a follower of Jesus, and people knew, and I made sure that people knew that I was a follower of Jesus. But I was complaining, but what I was doing, what I did before was very dangerous. Because what if there were people who really and sincerely wanted to follow God and wanted to know him in a better way, and then they listened to me, who who, who, who kept on complaining, and they listened to me, who who, who gives a picture that, that that following God is a pain in the, in 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 the backside. I was once in a confession. I went to confession once, and I was rambling, grumbling, and ranting to the priest. And and I said, you know, I, I I I don't I don't do my prayer time anymore. I miss hearing mass every day, etc., etc., etc. And after a long, <laughs> a long period of of uh, complaining, you know what the priest told me? He said, Randy, the problem with you is that for you, Christianity is a pain in the backside. And that got me. That got me. Did I really feel like that? Of course not. In my times of prayer, I, 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 I really sincerely wanted to follow God. But what was I projecting? What was I projecting? What was I saying? And then I realized that I thought that it, I was sincere. I thought that God was what I wanted to do. Scripture says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you see someone speaking with so much hate, you know. You know that there's so much hate in that person because that's what's coming out from his heart. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um. I think, yes, it's good that we're teaching people. It's good that we are um, telling people about what to do. But I say let's do it with sincerity and let's really walk our talk or let's talk our walk. Now, more than teachers, friends, more than teachers, okay? Um, um, the, the world needs living templates. It's one thing to show to, to it's one thing to tell them what to do but it's another thing to show them what to do and we are called to show people what to do we have to be living templates Pope uh, Paul VI in his encyclical ev- um, Evangelii Nuntiandi said modern man listens more willingly to witnesses than to teachers and if he does listen to teachers it is because they are witnesses awesome awesome second second thing that jesus didn't like about the pharisees they were obsessed with appearance and ego everything is about appearance do i look good how will people what will people say about me and did you know that one time early in the charismatic renewal someone explained to me that 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 when you're Thinking too much about your appearance, that's pride. Because at the back of your mind, the question is, what will people say about me? Let's read. Everything that they do is for show, sabini Jesus. On their arms, they wear extra-wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside. And they wear robes with extra-long tassels. And they love to sit at the head of table at the banquets and in the seats of honor in the synagogues, they love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and be called rabbi. Okay, uh, rabbi. Um, okay, so they were they they, they had outward things, uh, outward things that will show that they're holy. And they're very um, particular, and they're very concerned about their appearance because you know they're also uh, concerned about their ego. What will people say? I don't want my reputation to be besmirched. Um, they're, the prayer boxes—they're—they're they're called phylacteries. You know, they have prayer boxes, and they when you go to Israel, you can still, still see people with boxes on their forehead, and what's written inside is the. You shall love the Lord, the Shema. Yeah, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. And and they have that. to, to tell them that I I am being I am always reminded of what I need to be to be doing, et cetera. Et cetera. And then the tassels, um mean, um, the, the their tassels. Sabi dito their robes with extra long tassels to show that they're different. You know, they, that's their uniform, and uh, they're they're very very particular about that but but even if they project to they 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 project that image the question is what are they doing what are they doing are they just great stage actors nothing wrong nothing of don't get me wrong i'm not against stage actors i have very i have friends who are very good stage actors um it's just that you know um sometimes Sometimes you see people who who look dignified, but a closer look in their lives will show you that they're actually not. But but you know what's important? What's important is that we should let our hearts be our brand. Let people see the goodness of God in you by the way you talk, by the way you speak, by the way you deal with other people. Scripture reminds us, and, and it, it's a prayer that I always pray. Father, let them know that we are your followers because of the way we love each other. In the light of Jesus' family, we strive to do that. When we have builders' meetings, we when 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 um you know when we invited someone from Hillsong and we invited an international speaker um, after the feast conf- after the Kerygma conference two years ago, we invited them. We had we had dinner, all of us builders, and there were two guests: one from Hillsong and then one from. Uh, uh, One-hour uh, speaker Ken Yasinski, and 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 you know what they said after they were so amazed because they saw how much love there was in the room. Yes, we were we were kidding each other. We were <laughs> um, we were having fun. We were messing with each other. But because of that, you know what they said. Um, we um they 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 said they saw the genuine love that we have for each other. And brothers and sisters, that's our goal. That's our dream. That's our prayer, that people will become encouraged, that people will be encouraged to follow Jesus because of what they see in the way that we live our lives. Number three, they pretended people from seeing the real God. And this is what's dangerous. Let's read from verse 14. What sorrow awaits you again. Woe are you, woe to you. Teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You won't go in yourselves, and you don't let others enter either. Either. What if there's someone really searching for God, and someone who we could say was already is already in their last. I mean, it's the last straw. And they're, they're at that point where they're really deciding this is it. And then because of our wrongdoing, because of our malpractice, because of the wrong way that we are doing things, it turns them off. What if that's the only chance that they're going to have at trying to discover or trying to have a relationship with their God, what if? It's very dangerous. Could it be, you know, could we, you know, at times prevent other people from believing in God because of our wrong practices? Have you met people who look very pious and holy in church? And they walk slowly and then they have their hands like this. And then they see Father. Oh, Father, how are you? Father, how are you? God bless you, Father. I will pray for you. I will pray for you, Father. I will pray for you, sister. I will pray for you, brother. But when they get home, as soon as they enter their gates, teacher. What is this doing here? What is this doing there? Hoy, Inday, pumunta ka naman dito. Ano ba naman yan? Inday, halika dito. Ano ba yan? Ay, naku, sinabi ko na sa inyo, titigas ng ulo nyo, ingat kayo dyan, baka mabasag yan. Pag nabasag yan, babayaran nyo yan. Ikikwintas ko sa inyo yan. Ikaw, titigas-tigas ng ulo mo. You know people who are like that? And and it's very sad. And I pray that that doesn't happen to anyone. That That you actually stop people and, and, and because of the way that person has been, is acting in, in, in his household or her household, the people around her and them will not want to have anything to do with, with religion, will not want to have anything to do with God because of how they act. Because of how they act. there are hypocrites. They are hypocrites. I pray that that doesn't happen. I pray that, that we will see less of that. And and we will see more people coming to Jesus because they're encouraged because the followers of Jesus are uh, encouraging enough. Number four, okay. Number four, wait, it's 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 is it is it six? Okay, number four. So I'm doing good time. Number four, they majored on minor things. <laughs> they majored on minor things. They make the minor things the major things. Okay, verse twenty three. What sorrow awaits you! Woe to you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. I always tell my teams, let's keep the main thing the main thing. Many times we get distracted by the minute things, by the details of the little things, that we miss out on the major things, that we miss out on the more important things like justice, mercy, l- love. Love. Many times as followers of Jesus, we are always we will always be given a choice. It's form versus essence. It's good. It's good if 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 you're having you know you're able to to, to show the essence with very good form. But when sometimes it happens when you have to choose between form and essence form and essence. In, in, in events management and in the way I lead our organizations, sometimes I tell them you need to choose between form and function. Sometimes you will be faced with a situation where um, you, you might have to digress from the way, the original norm, your, your personal norm, your personal standards, because you need to love. Because you need to love. I I, I don't think we should be legalistic about the many things, especially when it comes to norms of community. The light of Jesus' family, we are guided by norms, we are guided by our statutes. But sometimes, brothers and sisters, sometimes we will be challenged to let go of that temporarily because we need to love Again, many times we get so caught up in trying to meet all these tiny details. Nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong there. But the question is, are you failing to love because of your adherence to this, to these norms? Are you destroying someone else? or are you projecting the wrong kind of love? I know people who sadly have made the decision not to follow Jesus anymore because of the actuations of some people. It's very sad. I pray, brothers and sisters, that, that my under my leadership that will not happen. I pray that people will be encouraged follow Jesus because of the way I do follow Jesus. Number five, Jesus didn't like the Pharisees because they fought God, and eventually he knew, <laughs> he knew that he was going to get killed by them. Verse 29 to 30, what sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you build tombs for the prophets your ancestors killed. And you decorate the monuments of the godly people your ancestors destroyed. Then you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would never have joined them in killing the prophets. They were very quick to condemn the wrongdoings, the atrocities that, were, that happened in, uh, with, with their ancestors. And then they say that we wouldn't have done that. But what, did, what, were, what were they doing? They were planning to kill Jesus. In Matthew 12, verse 14, it reads, Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. Again, consistency. They're saying there's, that what they did was bad. We're not, never going to do that. But on the other hand, what were they doing? They were plotting to kill Jesus. That's why Jesus didn't like them. Um, many times when you're, when you're living a lie, many times when you're, living not, when you're not living the truth, the, the, the biggest temptation is one day to believe, brothers, one day to believe that what you're thinking and what you're believing is actually true. I also have heard of actors because, of, because they were so into the role that they were imbibing and they were experiencing and they were living out the character, the character that they're portraying. Um, the, The most dangerous moment of a religious person is when we believe in our own press release. That we become callous to feel the gentle nudge of the Holy Spirit convicting us of the things that we are doing wrongly. Many times in our frailty, in our weakness as humans, we tend to believe the lies that we are propagating. Because a lie repeated many times, repeated enough, will become truth. And that's a fact. That's why we need to daily examine our conscience. Daily have an introspection, looking into our lives and asking ourselves, are we living The life that God wants us to live in Psalm 139, verse 23. It's a wonderful prayer. Search me, O Lord. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there's any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. I love that prayer. Let's let's dissect that for a bit. Search me, O God. And know my heart. You ask God to search you, and as God searches you, you try to recall what happened during the day, and you try to recall the experiences that you've had. You try to recall the encounters that you've had, and try to see and ask ourselves, ask yourself, was I Jesus to that person? When I got on the public transport, when I started to observe the other people there, was I Jesus to them in my thoughts? Or was I judging them? Or was I avoiding this person because this person looked, ah, Ugh. I know some people who, who judge by the, by, by, by the outward appearance of a person. But friends, it's not going to work. Have we been Jesus to them? Try me and know my anxieties. What ticks you off? What motivates you? What scares you? And see if there is any wicked way in me. When we pray that prayer, we're actually saying, God, if there's any wicked way in me, take it. Take everything that's not for me. Take everything that's that's anything that will come between you and me, O oh God. And lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in the way everlasting. Friends, in all these that I have shared with you today, I go back to our one big message. Being holy is what God is calling us to be. How to be holy? We can try, but if we really want to be holy, and if we really want to be like Jesus, and if we really like to be like him, think like him, and, and as scripture says, until one day we will have the mind of Christ, we need Jesus to be holy, because we cannot do it on our own. I am not my own, O God. I belong to you. I do not live my life, but in you I am found. Therefore, I will be like you. I will be like you. I will be holy like you. Be holy as the Father in heaven is holy. Imitate me as I imitate Christ, St. Paul says. And my prayer is that all of you watching, whether it's on live, live stream, or on replay, if you have friends who need to hear this, if you're watching now, share the link. Tag them, okay? Tag them. Whatever you're, Whenever you're watching this, I want you to know that there is hope that we can be holy, but we need Jesus. Jesus to be with us, Jesus to help us, Jesus to empower us, Jesus to move us, Jesus to inspire us, Jesus to take everything that we are and mold it until we will be everything that he is in Jesus mighty name amen and amen thank you for listening to today's podcast subscribe to feast radio and open yourself to god's grace for more podcasts like these visit feast.ph/radio